when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I have failed. When I wrote my book, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon, I thought I'd finally find fantastic success. I had dreams of speaking worldwide, pontificating about the virtues of relationship marketing, In short, I thought I was going to be rich and famous. The rich didn't happen. I sold a thousand books my first year, which about covered the expenses of creating the book in the first place. The famous didn't happen. Sure, I was speaking almost weekly. Most of those were free to local networking and chamber of commerce groups. I was recognizable, but I found more people who wanted to use my audience or sell me something than those who wanted to pay me for my experience and expertise. I kept doing everything I could to build a tribe, audience, or a group of followers. But it was more work than reward. I spent countless hours and dollars trying to live up to what others seemed to have figured out. After years of trying... I found out that you could inspire people with woo-woo, but getting them to actually change or do something was not the point. The point was to get them to sign up for something and not care if they got anything out of it. That's not what I signed up for. I failed because I cared too much about people and wanted to help them succeed. Then it hit me. That's what relationship marketing is all about. Helping others achieve success without caring about fame and fortune can be achieved by just quietly but actively making a difference. There's a lot of noise out there. Your goal is to get your audience to listen through the noise and want to tune into your channels. How many spam emails do you get per day? I have eight email accounts, so I average around 10 to 200 per day. Out of the legit ones, five are real emails and urgent, 10 are important, and some are at least interesting. That's a lot of noise. How many notifications do you get from social media per day? I'm on six social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. So I average around 200 per day. Of the legit ones I get, five are business-related and urgent, 10 are important, and the rest are just reactions to my posts. That's also a lot of noise. I'm sure you're saying, why would you do that to yourself? Who needs eight emails and six social platforms? Well, I do. Those 30 real messages per day are how I pay my bills. Part of what it means to do business today 
makes me want to separate the wheat from the chaff. So how do we overcome being noisy to our audiences while turning wheat into bread or dollars? I started to analyze those 30 messages that I paid attention to. A third of them were direct requests for help or information. Another third were daily doses of wisdom that I subscribed to. And the final third was something that I was interested in at the time they sent it. So, I descended to send out similar content to what I received. First, I needed to do some introspection as to why I categorized these the way I did and why I pay attention. The main reason was because I felt they were speaking with me and not just at me. Secondly, they were aimed at helping me achieve my business goals. Finally, they were timely and entertaining. Most of the spam was flat out trying to sell me something or trick me into giving away usernames, passwords, or credit card info. The messages I wanted and paid attention to showed me where I am now and helped point me to where I want to be in the future. They're aiming to spark a conversation or enhance an existing relationship. The products I was already using was giving me insight on how to achieve more by using their products. They were not selling me on buying more, but guided me to become an expert and advocate for their brand. Although my brand as a relationship marketer never reached the heights I dreamed of, it's still alive and kicking. Its audience is smaller yet more potent than I ever imagined. My business brand still lingers as an expert trainer and influencer, but that's kind of dwindled down to a whisper. So I had to reposition my business brand as a company different from a typical agency that offers on-demand, high-quality services and continues learning techniques that make the most of current data and trends. All of that is based on helping companies do the same through relationship marketing. Most of my clients still follow leads and sales as a path to success. So, changing their habits and culture is an uphill battle. The other limiting factor is that our most successful customers don't want their customers to know our secret sauce and how it's helped them reach their goals. The content we create for them follows that formula that gets people to notice, stay engaged, and take action when appropriate. It's tiring trying to become rich and famous. You work hard to gather followers and then try to get them to become advocates to bring the masses into your camp. Focusing on a few people or companies who want to build and maintain a real relationship is much easier. Their satisfaction in knowing each other and feeling like partners in success. While your competition is trying to win the internet game, you'll be focused and learn to improve how and why your customers and prospects are engaged active, and want to hear from you.
Having a smaller audience to serve makes your business and your personal branding easier to create and maintain because you're clear about who is already engaged and what messages motivate them. Your content should be able to confirm to your audience that you're always there to help. It should also inform and instruct them on trends and pitfalls they need to know. Finally, it should inspire them to look ahead and feel that they can count on you and your staff to have deep and tough conversations that should help you both stay profitable, relevant, and safe. So let me leave you with this closing thought. The noise will continue to get louder, but you have the power to help people tune into your signals. It takes quality, consistency, and building relationships. Sometimes writing content can inspire you to do great things. It's coming up on 10 years since I wrote that first book, and I think it's time to revise and update it. Although the why of basic concepts of relationship marketing may have stayed the same, the tools and environment and the interjection of AI have changed the how. I may have failed my initial goals, but I've learned some lessons that have reaped amazing rewards for myself, my smaller audience, and my clients. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>